Thanks for listening to the Career Planning Show. You can listen to a new episode every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or any other platform where podcasts are shared. If you'd like to ask me a question, you can submit it via email at alex at rascanu.com. I'm Alex Roshkanu, and I'm coming to you from the Staples Studio Midtown in Toronto, Canada. You are joining a conversation about who you are, what work you are born to do, where you can do it, and how to get there. I am convinced that your sweet spot, in terms of your career, is at the intersection of your skills, your passions, and your purpose. Today's episode will focus on how to find a good employer and a good manager. Who is your dream employer? And who is your dream manager? Whether you're a student who's about to graduate this June, a young professional looking to switch careers or employers, or a more experienced professional who was laid off during this pandemic and is applying to jobs to secure a role that will allow you to financially support your family, it's important to have clear in your mind what are the good employers in your profession, in your geographical area, as well as how to ensure that you'll end up working for a good manager. It's not enough to work for a good employer if you'll end up serving under a terrible manager. Employees join companies, but leave managers. So be careful who you end up working under. Let's dive into how to find a good employer in your field. First of all, create a spreadsheet. Secondly, do your research. Creating a spreadsheet is pretty straightforward. Just open your Excel. Doing your research involves a little bit of work. First of all, you want to look at Google search results for your profession and your geographical area and phrases like best employer or top ranked employer. Phrases like that. So if you're someone who's about to finish their plumbing designation and are looking for a plumbing job in Calgary, Alberta, you might want to type in Google, plumber, Calgary, best employer. And you can use a lot of variations like that. Spend some time with it. Look at the first five to 10 pages of search results in Google, not just the first page in order to add diversity to the list of employers that you're paying attention to. So that's one way to start identifying employers. Secondly, you can look at industry websites. If you are indeed a plumber who is looking for top employers, you could take a look at homestars.ca. See which plumbing companies in your geographical area provide really good quality customer service and have a lot of volume in terms of clients and add those employers to your spreadsheet. Those are the kind of employers that you want to keep track of. Thirdly, take a look at industry magazines. Let's say you're about to finish your mortgage broker designation. And in that process, you are starting to follow the national magazine for mortgage brokers. Well, in that magazine, they do have an annual ranking of the top performing brokers across Canada in terms of volume. Well, those are 
the kind of employers that you want to pay attention to and add to your spreadsheet. Anyone who does a lot of volume knows a thing or two about their industry and is somebody that you should probably pay attention to because you could learn a lot from them if you were to be on their payroll. Another area to take a look at are who are the professionals in your space that you admire? So let's say that you're about to finish um, a management um, degree, whether it's undergraduate or master's level, and have an area of expertise, let's say it's human resources. Well, you've probably been paying attention during your classes, during your volunteer experience, during your work experience, uh, co-op terms, so on and so forth, as to who are some of the movers and shakers in your industry, whether you saw them at the HRPA National Conference or you saw them at uh, a local event or you've been reading some of the articles that they've written in some of the classes that you've taken. That's just one example, but... Really pay attention of who are the movers and shakers, who are the thought leaders in your industry, and see who are their employers. Oftentimes, they're on somebody's payroll unless they're a sole practitioner, which which is also great. Um, you, if they have a sole practitioner kind of business, you could still add them to your list, and maybe there's a way for you to end up working for them and learn a great deal from them. And if they do work for a larger company, you could add that employer to your list. Another area to take a look at are best places to work rankings. But be careful with these because some require significant payments and end up excluding a lot of top employers. So if somebody has to put up front 5,000, 10,000 or more, um, in order to even be considered for a top employer ranking, they might not do that. Um, they might just make the choice not to do it because they don't see the value in it, um, or they might find that the rankings are skewed due to that fact, that it's not a, a holistic look at the employers. So two rankings that I like to look at are Glassdoor and Indeed. Um, Glassdoor publishes an annual best places to work ranking, and they actually published one for 2021 recently. And Indeed also does this um, not as regularly as Glassdoor, though. And the good thing about these two rankings is that it's individuals who work in those companies um, that end up providing the ranking. So when we're looking, for example, at Glassdoor, best places to work in Canada 2021, um, it's interesting to note who are the, the top employers. So we see Sun Life at number 25, Sick Kids number 24, Cactus Club Cafe 23, we move up to Shell, Intuit, TD, Acon, Infosys, Ikea, Accenture, RBC, Ericsson Worldwide, Vancouver Coastal Health, Keg Restaurants, Fairmount Hotels and Resorts, Salesforce at number 10, Manpower, SAP, Lululemon, Sage, Beller Direct, Apple number 4, TC Energy number 3, Microsoft number 2, and Google number one. That's an interesting list, and it was employees of 
those companies that ranked their employers. Um, and uh, so that's, that's an interesting um, resource to, to pay attention to. Both Indeed and Glassdoor feature top 25 employers in their respective rankings. Let's now switch gears and talk about how to find a good manager. First of all, when you're looking at a job description, you will often see the job title of the person that you would be reporting to. If that clue isn't there, you take it and you run with it. You take a look at the job title, and then you add the name of the organization, and in Google, in LinkedIn, you will often be able to find what is the name of the person that holds that role. Another place where you could find what's the name of my future manager is if I'm hired for this role is the company's website. Sometimes Google and LinkedIn will fail you, but the company's website will actually um, showcase what is the name of the person. And once you have the name of the person and you know the company's name and their job title, you can use variations of that. And through Google, through LinkedIn, through Twitter, you can start getting a sense of who that person is. And if there's somebody that you want to work under, if there's somebody you want to emulate and you might want to be like them in 5, 10, 15 years as you continue to grow within the organization. Another thought that I think is worth considering is during the interview process, let's say that you're part of a panel discussion, being interviewed for the role, and the person is interviewing you. Well, really pay attention to how they're engaging with you, how um, they come across to you and ask them what is your management style like or something on those lines. And if the person that you would be reporting to is not part of the panel interview, um, it's other individuals who are doing the interview, maybe it's HR plus somebody who works under that person, you can ask them what is the management style like um, when it comes to the person that I will be reporting to. Another idea would be to attend industry events and conferences and pay attention to who you're learning the most from. You might be able to figure out who are the kind of individuals that you would love to work under and start following those individuals on social media, message them for an informational interview, and really get plugged into who their network is in one way or another um, through as many interactions as you possibly can. And that way, you are definitely making a step forward in terms of your career development. Here are two good exercises that I'd encourage you to undertake. First one, take the time to conduct some extensive online research and come up with a list of the top 10 employers in your profession within your geographical area. Follow them on social media, subscribe to their emails, review their media releases, and subscribe to their job posting notifications. Then begin applying to the jobs that are within your area of expertise as they are posted. Allow your passion to join them, really show in your cover letter, resume, and during the interview. A second exercise is to come up with 10 professionals in your field whom you admire. Research conference speakers, authors, the CEOs of the largest employers, as well as the CEOs of the most innovative startups in your field. Once you settled on the 10 professionals who inspire you, 
make sure you follow them on social media, subscribe to their newsletters or their company's newsletters, and pay attention to where they will speak next or what online or offline events they plan to attend. Register for as many of those events as possible and connect with them. Also consider emailing them to share about how much they inspire you and ask for brief 20-minute informational interviews with each one of them. Some of them may say yes, and you'll learn a great deal. You may end up either securing a role or, at the very least, learn more about your field and how to advance in it. Let me know how these two exercises go. If you'll do them, I'm sure you'll get some positive outcomes in terms of your career development. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Thank you for listening to The Career Planning Show. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the show and share it with a friend. For more episodes, you can find The Career Planning Show on demand wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find me on the main social media platforms by following at A-L-E-X-R-A-S-C-A-N-U.